War. Bah, bah, bah. Bah, bah. <laughs> what is it good for? I'm absolutely nothing. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, I think I got an idea what this show's going to be about. <laughs> Jim, what's going on? Well, hey, look, you know what? We need the, the elephant in the world right oh, yeah, now, right? Yeah, totally. We, we got to talk about what's going on in the world right now. We got to talk about... So we got know. an interesting table here. We got two very interesting guests. We do. We got some, some cheese. We got some salami. We got some bread and we got some vino, as it should be on a podcast. Always. <laughs> Always. And, and I noticed that Dave brought in two particular pieces of paper. Yeah. Belong to the government. Well, supposed to be belong to the people. Right. <laughs> but we'll get into that. So we are going to talk about COVID and how COVID is affecting small business. Yeah. Now it's affecting all four of us and everybody else that's listening and everybody that's in construction directly. We want to talk all about that. So For sure. Over to my side, I've got Mark here. And Mark, you want to introduce yourself? Sure. Uh, my name's Mark, and I've done real estate since uh, 2005 full-time. Started investing um, mainly in rental properties, then grew that into construction development. Got into finance, and so right now I run a, uh, a finance company that uh, does construction financing, development, got into some retirement home building. So, uh, I started, uh, my real roots are with my cousin here. Uh, where he got me turned on to the construction side and the cabinet making, and I think I'll let it, Dave take it from there. Where he, where did you get your start with my cousin Dave to my left here? Started way back in uh, 1988. 1988. Yeah, right. And uh, we were in the work business. We started out with a small little shop, and we grew it and uh, moved around and expanded and expanded and. Uh, here we are today. Innovative fabrication. That's right. Innovative fabrication. Dave, you were a carpenter, right? Carpenter cabinet maker by right, trade. By yeah. trade, yeah. 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 yeah, we've really felt the uh, the downturn in the economy. I mean, our sales are down about 70%. So it's 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 been pretty, uh, it's been tough. Yeah, tough. we had to lay off a couple of people. We've, uh, we've invested in equipment, new CNCs, and we have all these payments, and it, it's, it's, it's tough. And there's a lot of uncertainty going there's on. There's a lot of uncertainty. And then we just in Ontario here, for everybody that's listening, we just did another lockdown as of Monday, right? right. So Monday we started another 28-day lockdown, which was, smells a little fishy lockdown. It's the small word. business, shut down, and go away. A lockdown is a term they use in prison, right? Yeah, which basically down. means what? Everybody stays in one spot and right. you can't go. Everybody, everybody stays in one spot. Not just uh, small business and all of a sudden big corporate, you're allowed to do certain things. Well, no, no, no. Chosen everybody few, right? should be doing it, right? Yeah. Well, it's, it's a selective lockdown is probably a better word. We got Costco and Walmart that are allowed to stay open. And we got the little guys like, like, like Dave and I that are saying, well, we're not essential, but we're in the same, same business. For example, a clothing store along Young Street. They're not allowed to be open, but does Walmart sell clothes? I think they do. Of course they do. They do. So, so how do they penalize the little guy? So the lockdown is only for the little guy? It doesn't make sense. I fundamentally think it's wrong. Well, it's killing. It's, regardless, what it's killing small business. It's essential that all of us go to work and make a living. I mean, it's essential. Just not mentally. It's also, this is what we are. This is what we do. Yeah. And, and if you're a business owner, and I mean, let's face it, small business, it's... It's not the easiest thing to do. No. I mean, you got to, you know, you got to hats off to anybody that runs a small business. I mean, you, 
You don't have any retirement fund coming to you. It's it's what you make. And we don't have any COVID fund. We don't have any COVID fund. And it's something that, you know, it's hit the world and no one really understood what it was going to do or what it's doing now. But I mean, come on, we've had eight months of this now and now we've shut everything down again. Just for my beef, you know, we've shut down the city again. Yeah. Which, as far as I understand, they're still going home with full pay. For guys in our business, where's the permits coming from? When are they going to be issued? Right. Just in good times, it's slow as shit. Yeah. Now, this is just another excuse. It is it, a fact. It, it's going to trickle down, like it sooner is. or later. Because, I mean, it, it, and we will talk about it, I guess, as we go along. But it's not, a, not only does it affect waiting for a permit... It's our guys. We, you know, we're running out of work. We, there's no job on the horizon. So what are we going to do? Have to lay off the trades? They're out. Then there's the material costs that you lay. I mean, I just had to lay this in front of a client that we priced her job out, you know, before COVID hit, you know, with lumber costs, you know, the, you know, the original price was $70,000 for framing. Now I got to go say, I'm sorry, it's 140. Yeah. That's just for the material. Now, what else has gone up? Drywall is going to go up. Everything's going to go yeah. up. Everybody's going to follow suit and go up. So, is that a cash grab? Is that like? Is it? I get, I understand that you know, especially when it comes to plywoods and stuff like that, they have to shut down the mills because of COVID and everything else. But don't you think our government needs to step in and say, "Hey, why are you cranking up the you know doubling the price of a piece of plywood right now when?" We can wait. We can wait the extra eight weeks that we got to wait. But why do we have to wait eight weeks and play, pay double the price? But isn't that across the board? Aren't we seeing increases across the board? Like my caulking Absolutely. guys were on site the other day, and he can't get the midnight black. Right. Because there's a back order of 30 days for it, right? But you're paying double the price. But you're still paying more for it. Right. But also, we know we go grocery shopping. We're paying more for groceries than we were a year ago. Who are the guys that are making the money? Loblaws, you know, all those, all those big bucks. They are. You know, they, they are having record years. Right. I mean, I support my little guy by my house. Little food land dude. You know, it's a small little play. I go there. Yeah, you know what? I pay more. But he's a small business. He's got a family. I go to him. Sure, I'm going to pay more for meat and everything. I don't care. I know I'm, I know I'm keeping him in business. What you guys are talking about is is totally is it's like it's a consequence of the lockdown. But I've done a little bit of work, or you know, when I'm speaking to my people, like in my work, we deal with a lot of financing for construction, and so a lot of the guys have pulled back on on saying, "Well, we're going to wait and see this out." So I was saying, "Well, what are we waiting for?" The reality is, my understanding of this lockdown is because of the the health system. They are trying to prevent the health system from being overloaded. So when I looked at the numbers, the only province that is actually producing numbers that you can understand is Alberta and they do a comorbidity rate and what that tells us is that the net net death of, from a healthy person from COVID is 1% per 100,000. It's one, uh, so the, the actual number I have it here is 297,000 cases in Alberta. Out of the 297,000, only, only uh, 26 have died that were healthy. 
every single other person that died from COVID was because of a complication. That's called contributing factors of other. Right. So, so we're shutting the economy. We're having all these issues we're talking about because trying to prevent the health system. So we're letting a doctor determine our economy which I think is completely backwards. And now the media is getting on it. Everybody's getting on board saying, yeah, yeah, we got to wear masks. We got, okay, I get it. I don't want to break the law. I don't want to do all that kind of stuff. But I want to understand why are we, why are we in lockdown? What is causing it? Well, we don't want to have the doctors overwhelmed with, with all this. So I just heard just, just now on 680 News coming in saying that while we have 150 beds now being filled up, once we hit 200, we're going to have to start pulling back. We only have 150 beds in ICU with people on, on ventilators. And those people on ventilators, based on the numbers that Alberta told me, three of them would be help normal, healthy people. All the rest were diabetes, all this other stuff. So we're all losing and we're all going to be feeling this effect for the rest of our lives. I got gray hair, Jim. I can see you got gray hair. We're going to be, our, our retirement <laughs> hey, is going to be- I got gray a, hair sorry, too, man. Wow, you're the best looking guy here. Yeah. And but Dave, I'm a hundred. And, and Dave has no hair, right? Dave has no hair. <laughs> okay, but I mean, in the beginning, wasn't everybody talking all over social media? They were like saying, listen, more people die from the flu. Mm-hmm. And there's never been a lockdown as a result of the flu. So why are we? And but then I also argue about countries like Sweden don't do lockdowns. And what happened to them? And they're surviving. Norway, Finland, these countries are surviving. They're thriving. They're taking care of themselves. Why is it that we're so quick? And also, in all fairness, America doesn't do, didn't do, hasn't done. Yeah. But America, unfortunately, I'm sorry because we do have a lot of American listeners. They are the number one leader regarding cases of COVID and deaths. They, they're leading, outranking everybody else in the entire world. But that, and they that, also but, started the vaccine, though. They also got the vaccine going. But doesn't that just boil down to 300 million people to 30 million people? 30, right. It does, but hang on. So India is actually second to America. <laughs> you, got, you got your notes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying that right now, as of I think it was like the beginning of this week, right? The United States was 13 million 13 cases. Active cases? Yeah, so 269,320 deaths. But India, India has a billion population, and they're at 9,308,000. And they have 135,000 deaths. So they're almost half of what America is, but they're triple, almost quadruple the size of America. So what are they doing then? We don't know, right? I mean, then Russia's behind that, testing. Spain's behind that, and we all know at the beginning of this, Spain and Italy were hit hard, right? Like, because they're just very social people. Yeah, I mean, that's all it was. Canada is way down the list, man. Like way down the list. Yeah, yeah. That's well, the funny again, thing. But then when you talk about the active cases and then the deaths, so no, we don't want anyone to die. I'm just trying to say, well, let's really look at the 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 economy. From the death perspective, more people die driving a car. What are we going to do? Lock down car driving? Because more... And, and in fact, the study this guy one did, I can, if anyone wants it, call me up. I'll give you the study. <laughs> you get more people dying uh, from snow skiing in a winter then, than, than, than what we're going to have total COVID deaths. So we're going to lock down skiing now. The, the idea of deaths directly due to COVID is the question I'm asking. Or is a question that I like to but put I don't out think there. you're ever going to get the answer. Alberta's given us the answer. Ontario and all the other provinces are not well, telling us that information. Right. They're not telling us. Well, how much information are we not being told in we're, general? We're, 
so we're not being told that the people who are truly dying, they, they have other complications. That's yes, the issue. That's the issue. And that's the issue. And whenever someone has a funny feeling in their stomach or they're feeling a little feverish, they jump into the testing line. And we also know for a fact that you can get tested four times at, at the same place right. from different nurses and be two positives, two false positives. Yeah. What's going on here, right? So, I mean, if you are feeling a little... This is Canada. We all know what a tickle in our throat is. We know what a feeling in our flu, like our stomach is. It's, it's, it may not be COVID. It may actually be just you are under the weather. Yeah. But that's overwhelming the healthcare system too, isn't it? Well, okay, but is, is, is the health system truly being overwhelmed? Because right now they're saying, you know, the doctors, I say the doctors are running our economy. The doctors are running the construction business because they're saying, no, 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 we have to shut things down. And so people are listening to them, but the doctors aren't telling us who's really dying. They're saying we've had X amount from COVID. Not really. That's the, that's the truth. What I'm saying is we're not being told the truth. And the, I know it sounds conspiracy theory. The last thing in the world. Is that I when wanted, Dave's going to jump in? I was going to say, you know, I've, <laughs> I've learned all this stuff from Dave. And, you know, usually the smart guy in the room is the quiet guy. So it's really Dave that's the, that's the smart guy. I'm waiting this. for this to burst. He's a revolutionary. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm his spokesman, so to speak. But, well, yeah. I've always looked at it like, okay, someone's making money from this. Someone is making money from this. The whole film industry, TV industry, there's a reason why Netflix is monstrous right now. Streaming, Amazon, Amazon shipping, like this is ramped up home delivery services. Massive. Massive. Like almost overnight. And what it's just is cranked that it. doing to the small guy? It's killing. This is really a, 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 a situation to get rid of small business. This is what it's feeling like. We're finally going to get rid of it and just have a world that's controlled by corporations. And let's face it. We talked, you know, a few times about millennials. All they do is shop online. Yeah. So, they, I, so I don't think there's really, you know. They're almost they're, an oxymoron because the thing is that they want the small business hipster, local, I'm going to go to that butcher, organic, but I'm going to take an Uber to it and I'm going to use everything right. online and I'm going to use my app. and all. So it's like they, have, they want both worlds. Yeah. But you can't, you, you can't feed this monster and then still support the little guy. The little guy is going to get trampled on. Well, look at well, look, look what they're doing to Adamson, Adamson Barbecue. I don't know if there's any listeners out there, but that's pretty current in the news right now. That poor guy just wanted to open up a restaurant. Our lovely mayor decides to, to use the words, I'm going to slap the book on him, and he's going to be made an example of opening. Here's a small guy trying to make a living, and he's being, he's being made a, a, an example of that don't you dare open. Don't you dare open. And how, how dare anyone in position of power to support that. Now, I know Doug Ford said, look, I feel for the guy. As we know, he was charged today. There is an example of this. He was the, fined, right? He was fined. No, and he's charged now. He's he charged, charged. But he was fined like nine times or something. Well, he was... Nine so, charges. Nine, so, nine charges. Yeah. So someone decided to call, you know, say, bring in the fire department. You guys, we all in construction. We know that the fire department come in every single day and give you a fire... Because the fire code changes every single day. Just because you, you get passed one day, the very next day, they can come in and say, oh, yep. no, it's changed. Doesn't mean... So, so when I heard the fire department was there, I said, no, they're out to get this guy. So the fire department closed them down and they have a lot of power and they should because he's right. And they closed them down. I said, they're after this guy now, right? I mean, they're- Okay, they're but what's sad is the image that I saw on social media today, which I don't look at media outlets anymore because I just find this all corrupt. But the image I saw was, I'm going to guess maybe 15 or 16 police constables standing in front of his store, his restaurant. Yeah, I, I would double that number. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. twice that? And but, horses. So the oh. point is that and there was horses. this is yeah. not- a dangerous individual right. and you're putting this much public funded resources 
to make the statement? Is that what it was? Is someone to trying to get a hard on saying, I want as many police constables no, standing and in front and of And they're going to blame it all on to him. For sure. Uh, let me just play the other side. I agree with him. He's a small business, but I think he took it too far. I think he would have had more sympathy and more followers or whatever you want to call it to, to help him if he kind of just let it go a little bit. To walk around, have all his... He got a little boisterous with it. Well, have the anti-maskers yeah. there and people that I probably shouldn't even been there. I was there, and there was definitely people that were just, as we call, professional Shit protesters. disturbers. Right. But the thing is, we don't know if he brought them in or if they just jumped on that I, wagon exactly. because of the situation. Right. Like, when you're currently driving at rush hour by that place, because he's right off the gardener. Right. So you can see it right off the gardener, and I was driving through, and all the traffic was slowing down. Yeah. They were Everybody's going to yes. see, right? And, and in all fairness, this week, he's actually jumped, I don't know exactly how many, but I think 10,000. Right on social media, right, and his comments are through the roof, and you're getting a mixed match of both. And also, I had somebody reach out to me and left a comment going, "I noticed that you liked his rant. Do you support him?" And I'm like, "Listen, I'm too old and too smart to start a fight with you who has a private account, and you want to use my platform of eighty thousand people to start a fight about this issue. Right. Right. I won't. I yeah. won't do that. Right? I have my opinion, and it's my page. And if you don't like it, don't listen to don't, it. And go don't go away. Don't come to it." But I still, uh, I will always support small business. I right. don't give a shit. Yeah, and that's and that's what I think. The, the I think. And often I, I do. So I want to say, man, it's a fucking good brisket, man. Like, <laughs> is it the food there, honestly, like it's yes. melting. Can your we mouth order in now? Yeah. Oh, man. Like, <laughs> the salami and cheese is not cut yeah. now. <laughs> this is good. That's amazing. But no, no, no. Okay, yeah. sorry, I interrupted yeah. you. Man. No, no, no. I was just saying that. To, to to your point, I mean, do I do I support him? I, I think Jimmy, you hit the nail on the head. How he's doing it, but he is becoming he's becoming a flashpoint. Yeah. For what I think is brewing. Yeah. Which is why Dave and I are here is because we're we're starting to realize, you know what, enough is enough. I think that's what's so. What do we do about it? You know, and I say, well, let's educate ourselves. Let's educate and say, wait a sec, why are we in this lockdown? Health system, and then going back to what I stated before. But what do we do about it now? Like, do we support this guy? I don't know. I mean, I want to support him, but then I'm considered what then I'll be viewed upon, like you were saying, you don't want to express some strong views because then some people within your group will say, Oh, well, you're taking a hard left or a hard right. It's better to stay down. But that's the where the keyboard warriors come in and everybody hides behind social right. media and right. they want to say. I think that everybody in Canada, specifically in Toronto, I think we're fed up with this. I, I think that at first, Rob Ford was doing an amazing job in St. Matory, and everybody was trying to get ahead Doug. of it. Doug. And they were, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Doug Ford. You're thinking and, of cocaine again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's gone. He's good. He's gone. But that, that's a different story. But the thing is that it, they were getting ahead of it, which was very impressive. They were actually doing a better job than our prime minister. But I think on the, the, uh, the global stage, Canada was actually doing a really good job in the beginning. Mm -hmm. But then the, all of a sudden, do a second lockdown a month before the holidays. And we've got projects on the go. And we're trying to figure out. And you've got clients reaching out to you going, okay, listen, what's going to happen now? And then you make those phone calls to your suppliers. What's going to happen now? When is the material going to arrive? What's going to happen for this job, that job? We're trying to plan next year. We're trying to figure out, are we going to survive? Do we have to downsize? Do I have to let people go? Can I not buy that machine? Do I, I just bought a machine. I just signed a five-year lease. We're freaking out. We're stressed. And stress kills us. So it's like, what do we do now? We have to kind of support people that want to take a stand like stress that. Stress is a silent killer right now, I yeah. think, for everybody right now. I mean... Everybody is so uncertain of what to do come January 21. Yeah. 
Well, then again, I go back to the idea of educating ourselves in this uh, wine and cheese plate. I'm looking right now at the Canadian <laughs> Let's Charter. Let's talk about this. Sure. The Canadian Charter of Rights. Dave, here, you can take the Canadian Bill of Rights. Now, the Canadian Charter basically gives us the right to speak our minds. I don't see anywhere in there where it says a guy can't be open for business. And fundamentally, that's what I think Adamson wanted to do. That's what we want to do. That's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. We want to run our business, but we're being told that we can't run our businesses. We're being told that we can't open our doors. But the Canadian Charter of Rights doesn't state that. So, so what do we do now? As Canadian citizens, do we fight this? Do we take a hard line? Do we become like conspiracy theory guys? Or do we just sit back and go, well, you know, the government's right. Is the government right? They've never been in this before. So how can they be right? Good it's, point. It, it, you know, right? So Good point, it, yeah. Every week, they've learned something, and, we, and they move on with it, right? Right. How can anybody be right? I mean, yeah. we're all experiencing the same thing. We're all trying to get through it. So I don't think it's really any different than us sitting here up there in Ottawa. They're kind of probably sitting doing the same thing, like, what the fuck do we do now? Yeah, but like, but right? the, the major, big, huge difference between that person sitting up in Ottawa and us... Is they get to do it. They get to do it, but they get to go home and still be, get paid full. Right. We don't. Right. Well, now you're touching on something really We don't have a pension. Yeah. We don't have that security. We're, we are dipping into a line of credit. We are going back to the bank and pleading. Can we extend, increase... They're not doing that. They're staying home and working half the day, a quarter of the day, and, and still be paid pay. the, the full pay, yeah. which is really not fair. We know that there's certain or civic centers that nobody's in town. So if you try to call for a permit question or a permit inquiry, Nothing. nobody's answering. Yeah. And if you actually call it, you got to go through all the pound numbers and everything like that yeah. to get to an email to send that That's email. That's usually on a normal on day. On a normal day. Yeah. So all of a sudden we're trying to run a business, but you guys are at home being paid in full. If I don't go to work, what happens, guys, if we don't go to work? So why not lead by example? Yeah. Right? Wouldn't that be a crazy evidence? Like the government lead by an example? Mr. Prime Minister and your cabinet and all of you guys up there. Yeah, take a pay cut. Take a pay cut. Yeah. Take a massive pay cut. You're not going into the office, so clearly you're saving yeah. money. We have to work just like they do, but they're still getting paid. We're not. We're working, right. but we're not getting paid. But that's every small business owner. Right. If, and that's why when it first happened, I started supporting a lot of the local restaurants. And I was doing shout outs and I was talking and I was like, please consider the curbside. Please consider ordering. Totally please do great. all this stuff. Because the thing is, I felt for them. They yeah. had to lay off staff. People that were waiting, that li lived off of tips, they weren't surviving. You know what I mean? And all of a sudden, like, they're trying to make some money. And now you're doing it a second time. You're basically, there was a, a percentage, I don't even know what it is, but there must have been a percentage of restaurants that completely shut down for good. Yeah, there are. Well, I figure, don't know if you guys figure, have been on, They figure 30% won't come back. Gato Nero on College and Crawford, gone. Yeah. That place was there since the 60s. Gone as a result, directly related to COVID. Mm -hmm. And that's not well, the only okay, one. Look, I mean, look, I mean, it's been around forever. The pickle barrel, gone. Gone, gone. Right, And so what's going to happen now for 28 days going into January, where this is the one season that there's a reason why it's called Black Friday, by the way, people. This is the time that these businesses get out of the red and they get into the black. Yeah. And, they and now you've taken that, that away way. from them. Yeah. Well, or giving it to Amazon. Or giving it to big corporate. And that's what, I mean, we've all seen these 
post-apocalyptic futures where it's big corporate that owns countries and owns people. There is conspiracy attached to this. There is. And you got to try to figure out what's going on. But you get big companies like Amazon and Google and Facebook. And when they are monopolizing data and trying to figure out what you think, say, and breathe so then you can buy the next item unconsciously, that's scary as there's a result of that. There's something right about what Snowden had to say. Oh, there's 100% right. Well, you know, Dave, I, I, I've known Dave for quite a while, and he always tells me his business is six months ahead. Does he talk too much? Uh, he does. He does. Great. So, Dave, like, slow it how, down, brother. Your, your, business, your business is directly related to yeah, retail. It is. And, and you say your orders come in for renovations for stores. Six months. Six months. Six months. How is yeah. your business right now? Oh, we're, we're slow. We're slow. We're seeing it. It's the first time I've seen it in probably 10 years. How nervous are you? How nervous am I with my business? I, I'm concerned. I don't sleep. <laughs> we all don't. Yeah. I've been out sleep. with Dave a few times. No, he doesn't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a lot going on, and you're, we're um, feeding mouths. We're feeding families. You still right? have the full payroll? I've let two people go. Yeah. Right. You and had I to, had eh? No choice. I had no choice. And where, the, do, you, do you know where they went to or where they... And that's the other thing Uber. is... Uber drivers. No. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. That's all they, there's, there's, jobs. All there's out there. no job. Who's hiring right now? Nobody. Like, who would hire? Speaking about that, let's just talk about hiring. And let's just go back a few months. Why did we dump all this money? And maybe I'm wrong here saying this, but why did the government give all this money to these students that we usually hire for the summer and no one could get one of them to work? Why would they work? You're would, getting would 12, you go to work? 1500 bucks a month. Why would you go to work when you're right, bringing in 2000 and you're not doing nothing? That's exactly what my son said. He's, I, I said, son, I can hire you for one of my job sites. He said, why, Dad? I'm making 1200 bucks for free for doing nothing. And Stay he did. Home. He got yeah. the money. He stayed home. Yeah. Did the government think about this before they sent so, it like, out? What, what, are we, what are we, you know, putting into them? Like, what are we teaching them? We're teaching them fear. I think there's a, there's a fear mentality. I have a 13-year-old. And she's, she has already got a built-in fear. When I say, oh, don't worry about this. Oh, don't worry. Things will get better. She goes, oh, I don't know, Dad. I don't know. Remember, we're talking to a 13-year-old. They're being very conditioned. Really? Right yeah, she doesn't. She's at 13. I, you and I have never lived through anything like this. And like you said, Jim, this is, this is a once-in-a-lifetime experience. But for people that are being shaped at, at that 10-year-old to 15-year-old, they're, they're, this is going to affect their psyche. So I think what are they going to Okay. Who are they going to become when they're in their 20s? Are they going to save more? Are they going to be more protective? That's a protective? good point. Yeah. Remember like the Great Depression. They're, yeah. They're saying, well, that, there is one good news. If we can talk about one great thing is there's more cash being hoarded right now. I was just right going to say. Yeah. That because everyone's living in yeah. fear. To your point, Manny, yeah. everyone's in fear. So they're holding on to their it's cash. It's funny because yeah, I'm doing more it. Sa more I have savings, to do it. The savings accounts are up. Yeah. And, and then if you look what happened after the Great Depression in the 30s, the 40s and 50s was amazing Boom. because Boom. it because everyone had all this money that they were, and and they were conditioned to save money. You know, they like and so my daughter, to, maybe to your point, Manny, is she's going to be conditioned not to spend money foolishly. I don't know. I'm just guessing right so now. So 2040 is going to be a great party. Huh? <laughs> is that I, what we're saying? I, I I'm like to think so. Right? Because <laughs> I'll be going, I'll be going south, and my kids will be getting whatever I leave over. Yeah. It's like I'm a boomer. So when my parents passed away, like we had extra income. So I think that's why we, you know, over the last 20 years, you've seen the construction and market 
flourish, right? But yeah. hang on a sec. So you're dealing with, okay, the boomers then, they weren't fed all this money no. to, from no. two different divorced parents no. to purchase homes that were way out of their range. They weren't doing that. So how is that going to work in history now? When you're gone and you're passing it on to your children, they're paying off a $1.5 million home already carrying, I don't know, a $1 million mortgage. How is that going to be survivable? Right. And how is that even starting. doable? I mean, we talked earlier about the great reset. You know, how, how can a millennial even afford a home? And we're all in the business of renovating and a home is the number one thing people renovate if people aren't buying because they're just too expensive. And my son even came out to me, my 20, my oldest said, how do I buy a home? It's impossible, dad. It's impossible for me. How to buy do they? So you're in real estate. So how do they buy? I mean, sure. Interest rates are beautiful. They're the best they've ever been. It's Wonderful. like free money. Yeah. But and homes, for the next three years, they're going to be like this. They're going to have, but to homes like are this. still, okay. The average home in Toronto area still is still over bucks. a million. Average. That's why my daughter is moving. Gone out of the city. Yeah. To find a better place, a better lot, a better home. She's getting a 2,700 square foot house. For the same price, if not less. For 750 Gs. Yeah. Made a little bit of money on their first house here, but said, Dad, I'm out. This city's nuts. And I don't feel safe here anymore. And she can work at home. We got 65 townhouses we're building in Aurelia. And we sold out in three months in Aurelia because we are, guess what our price was? 369. How many square? Uh, 1400, 1450. Wow. Yeah. Now, of course, but that's Aurelia, but the people are buying that because of the fact that you, exactly what we're talking yeah. about is the cities of about price. So, you know, there's like a great, if there is going to be a reset, there should be a reset in home prices. I hate to say it, man, if, we, if to keep the economy, to keep, we talked earlier, Manny, about 25% of Canada's GDP is construction. It's the number one thing that keeps the world. I think it's more, isn't it? I, yeah, I feel All like the, it's more. I think it's more now. Because it was just a few years ago that just renovations alone was, you know, 50, 60 billion dollars a year but in in terms of the whole if you include gas and oil and everything the construction business all construction is the largest uh, employee is the largest quarter of this country of the whole country's output we got immigration we were talking about that man about how immigration will drive that but if the prices are too high how the hell is anyone going to afford anything and if the if no one's buying no one's going to be building if no one's building all of us at this table are out of work right and right now the borders aren't open Yep. Nobody's allowed in, so the immigration is cut down to nothing. There's gonna be there's not gonna be a housing. Let's boom. talk about vaccines. <laughs> so I, I, we I, got I, one right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm out. My vaccine's out. a little empty right <laughs> now. Wait a second. Dave, jump in here, man. <laughs> there's, there's another bottle here. <laughs> there's another bottle there. Okay, well, good. Isn't isn't the vaccine gonna be a two shot one? I'm only I on my so. first shot. Yeah. So yeah. So what I'm scared about the vaccine is that it is being controlled by big corporate too. We we were talking about vaccine today with a potential client of mine. Oh, that's a good wine, Dave. I've had that one. Is that a good one? That's a good one. It's good with the cheese. Yeah. Sorry, James. (laughs) (laughs) No, let's talk about the good stuff. Um, And and we both said like, okay, when this comes out in March or something or whenever it comes out, I don't want to be the first guy to take it. I'm not taking it. Like... What's the, what do you know about it? You just came up with it. Right? There's a ninety percent success right? rate. And what? if you're yeah. smart, buy some Pfizer stock. Like that. Yeah. yeah. 
You know, there was a jump in Cineplex stock as a result of the the, the, the announcement of the 90% vaccine rate because it was basically a, a clue into the future is going to be back to normal. Well, look at look at the uh, Nasdaq today or uh, Dow, the highest ever. What is driving the economy in this, like the Dow? What if, if we're in the worst recession? They say it's actually a depression. How is the Dow Jones at its highest? Hit thirty thousand, I think today. I know you talk about this reset, but I have a funny feeling super wealthy people don't want to reset, and poor people want to reset. But it's kind of like the EU. <laughs> <laughs> That was the reset. That was our reset. <laughs> oh, that was beautiful, oh man. Jesus. So how would a reset work in a corporately driven world? You know what I mean? Like, how do you forgive people who don't have anything, who love living a life of nothing and still having that assistance given? Didn't they, with this lockdown, didn't our government just recently talk about they're going to be handing out more? Yeah. 750 true. per week now? Yippee! So all of a sudden, people what, don't have more to money. Work. Can more money could be handed out. Yeah, they're handing out more another, money, another more serve, free money. Another serve of some But where sort. is this money coming from? It's just the, being printed. I know, but the thing is, it's gonna it's gonna kill us later on. It's gonna kill your offspring later on. It's gonna kill my grandkids. Man. Yeah, you can't just print money. Like we know that from society, it doesn't work like that. So like you and I were talking the other day, Dave, about the city has to run a balanced budget. Yeah. And right now it's two or three billion. I think so. Yeah, it was something like that. Well, how's how how's that ever going to get paid back? And that's what and that's what kind of brought me to the things that we were, we were talking about earlier about. Let's get the permits going. Let's get construction going. There's all your money for sure. That's how you bring the economy back. You do construction will, right? Yeah. Construction always brings the economy back. But keep, it, keep back. it going. You like, gotta keep it going. You gotta, you know, get these guys. And in all fairness, Jim, in eight months, we haven't figured out how we these haven't employees. Figured shit out. No, the ones that work from home. How this is a digital age, and we right. can't, we can't approve or, or authorize or review digitally. We can't inspect digitally. We can't take uh, a FaceTime phone call. We can't communicate with an inspector that way. Like we can't. Last time, last couple of inspections I had, he was like, "I'm only going down there if it's me and you. Nobody else can be yeah, inside there." Well, that's exactly. I'm like, the way okay, I'm are. totally fine with that. But the thing is, like, he didn't really do a good job in all, in my opinion. But the thing is, it could have been done with a FaceTime call. It could have yeah. been done digitally. And in eight months, why haven't we shifted that way? Because guess what? Big corporate has shifted that right. way. So how do we shift the construction industry that way? We right? have to. But yeah. the we problem is, choice, I've always yeah. said that construction is a, it's a dinosaur. It's always the last dinosaur yeah. to implement any kind of new tech. But why, why is it you go, you go north of the city, you go to you know, the cottage country. And they're get, good. You get a permit in three weeks. They're good. Because yeah, because they got nothing to do up there. Like the, the, the council and stuff, I agree. Like my Aurelia project, Toronto, t took me two years to get, a, to get our building permit. Uh, we bought the property in August. Two years? Well, in, in some... For I some, just started one that took us a year and a half. Yeah, a year and a half, yeah. Depend now, we're talking zoning changes. We're a little oh, bit different, okay. right, if you got to do through zoning change. We had to do a zoning change and get our permit. We were done by December, six months in Aurelia. Now... That's that's a different mentality. We're now talking that's about a, that's a development. That's a development, but right. but it's the same. It's the same process. Right. We gotta go get approval. We gotta get us. We gotta get the permits, and and a development adds to the economy. But I think 
all construction adds to the economy. What you got, you know, renovations, any for sure. So it, it keeps all the trades working. It keeps it keeps the city working. Keeps the economy just, going. Just just spit them out. Let's get them out. So I just want to say a little footnote here that if you guys want to go someplace where there's been zero deaths and single digit cases of COVID, you want to head to the remote areas of Australia. Australia's done amazing. But they shut it. They should shut the country down. Well, that's the only way to do it. You gotta shut it down for twenty eight days. Everybody. Yeah. You know, Everybody. But we, we did that. But I mean, though. they shut we it down it. to, to no, have anybody coming no in from any other country. No business at all? No business at all. Nobody can move around. That's the way they did it. Yeah, that's Wasn't the only it? way to do it. Australia did it that way? Australia, China. But we should have did that the first 28 you when we were all trying to figure out everything. That's but we right. didn't do it that, then. We kept it going. And we kept on feeding everybody with money from the government, from our grandkids, your grandkids. Right. Okay, you know what? Shut it down for 28 days. Feed us all with a thousand bucks so we can, you know, get Instacart to come to our door, bring us food. We don't go anywhere for 28 days. That's it. Then away we go. What's you it? wouldn't have to give you wouldn't have to dish out any more money. It was almost a band-aid, huh? So now this is the second band-aid, the second lockdown. Yeah. Or is the third one coming? Are we getting gauze on the third one? What's going on here? Dave's got this. Dave's got a, why is there, wait, hang on a sec. There's a third one coming? Oh yeah. There'll be one in January. No. Really? Why? Dave knows. You've seen the future? There was some stuff that was leaked out with with, uh, the the liberal government. Uh, It was a cabinet minister. It was on social media. Tell us more. I don't know anything about this, man. (laughs) Tell us more. Well, I mean, all the check marks are checking off right now. So um, it's, it's, it's happening. We're in November right now. And exactly what they said the shutdown was going to happen november they say there's one coming in january like a further so shutdown. if one comes in january we're coming back here and talking about it again then there is a conspiracy Wait, like a beginning of january or the end yeah, of january yeah, yeah, beginning of january so as soon as they finish this second lockdown yeah, they're going to be, be a there's going to be a third one and with a fourth one but that third one is going to be more aggressive I, it'll probably be the same thing. Isn't there any discussion of a vaccine preventing these? I shutdowns? don't know. I thought the vaccine was ready, like what we're hearing is March. March. It's we're going to have 3 million ready by March, I heard. Yeah, yeah. but are you going to be are one you, of the first 3 million never. to take it? Yeah, the healthcare will be. No, I wouldn't even touch it. So you wouldn't touch it, Jim? You're going to touch it? Mark? I'm not, no, I'm not. So I'm not touching it. So consensus of like four people I, You here. know, if I got it, if I got it, then, you know, at the time, maybe I'll take a shot of it. But if, if I'm don't have it then why would i do it but i thought you're i heard that you're if you don't take it because there's some documentation attached to it to prove that you took it you won't be able to actually cross travel borders and everything that's right they won't let you but what's in that shot well there you go right to here so here we go we got the bill of rights in front of us Why, why why do i have to take it you don't have to do anything but the thing is they won't allow you on another plane if you want to they travel, allow you or, to gen, travel. Or, gen, or or if I Dave, if I interpolated what you said properly, if you don't take the vaccine, then walking into a store, you're going to get carded to, to prove or something. Oh, wow. and if, so if you didn't get a vaccine, you can't shop there. You have to put a mask on, or you have to, you know, whatever. There might be some. And, and, and you know what? I'd be okay putting the mask on. I have no problem but, putting but a mask I, on. Right. In the beginning, I had a problem, but I have no problem putting a mask right. on. Now. Exactly the same. I got I no problem. And, running, not a, and feeling, running my business. You know that I should be stabbing myself with some serum that they just got off the, you know, just came up with two months ago. 
you know, shoved generally, it in a few rats, and they made it okay. And now what? Now, I'm gonna <laughs> now you're going to be the rat. Generally, what happens is we all take that that vaccine, and then there's a whole zombie apocalypse, right? That's what generally happens. Right. I don't want to be a part of that. I want to be the guy running. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be the guy riding the bike and you know, yeah. with the bow and arrow. And <laughs> the I haven't seen that movie. I haven't seen that one. <laughs> so there's going to be another lockdown in January. That's, that's this saying. is Dave's that's, prediction. That's that's what they're saying. There's going to be another lockdown. So this is a cabinet person that leaked this information that they're just. Yeah. So everyone is still at home. Nobody's gone to work regarding public officials. Yeah, schools aren't going back till twelfth of January or something. So school is out right now for everybody. No, it'll be school will be out a week early, earlier for Christmas. So they the kids will be out. They what they want, I, th- I think, is two weeks before Christmas. And then two weeks after. So there's that two-week thing. You can go and hang out with all your family, get COVID, and then you got two weeks. <laughs> then, you got, then you got two weeks. Okay, you're better so off to get COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, earlier you were, you were talking about how this was putting fear in your 13-year-old daughter. Yeah. But all these extended holidays, like, we, come on. Like, we had two weeks for Christmas. We had one week for March break. We had an extra long weekend for Easter. These guys, these kids this year have gotten how many... And, are and they, they really, have the whole summer off. And they figure and out how to do a Zoom freeze break yeah. so they can't even yeah. do their digital online schooling. So they're not even doing that. So what exactly is teaching that to these kids? Well, I can only speak that, you know, personally is that my daughter wants to go to school. She's been, her school actually got shut down. They had three cases of COVID, three. And of course, no, no kids have died, but it's three kids have gotten the flu, the, the flu, so to speak. They shut the whole school down, and they're not going to reopen now. So she's now on Zoom. She calls me at 12. I'm done school. I'm bored. What do I do? And she says, I really miss it. No friends. It's nothing. So I don't know what's going to happen, but this has got to be placing some kind of memory in, in a growing child's yeah, uh, and as you were saying, you know, in 2040, what's going to happen in 2040? These kids are going to be the us. these ki- are going to be us. Well, they're going to be the decision makers in government. That's too. right. So I don't know, but she definitely has a fear and uh, of of the world, and she doesn't see it positively. She's viewing it very negatively. I'm worried. I'll be honest. I'm worried. I kind of feel for like I don't know what's going on with the post secondary. So what happened if you paid tuition and you didn't go to school? Have you lost all that money now? I had two kids university, both of them, they paid and they're, they're paying for in class. They got the, they got the full amount. They haven't got any rebates. They're now online. So they're being taught online. Now. They're being taught online, but the full amount, which I think is totally unfair. I mean, you, you don't, you don't have to go to class. So how is the university making all this money? There's another question to ask. Education is getting still the same fee for an edu- for an education, but you you just go online. They're done at 12 o'clock. Listen, I don't want to harp on the healthcare workers as well, too. But the thing is that their wages increased, too, as well, as a result of this, right? Right. Not all of them. Not all of them? No? There was a certain segment that didn't? Yeah, my daughter's a nurse, and she didn't get a raise. Nothing? No. Is she working working longer? She works for a 12-hour shift. But does she regularly work a 12-hour shift? Yeah. So she's not working any extra hours then? No. I heard that, you know, healthcare is being strained. They haven't asked her to. No. Now, she's in a different department. I mean, she's not dealing with all COVID, anything like that. She's more in the uh, delivering babies and all that. But a month ago or two months ago, whatever it was, you know, I said, so how's your 
you know, the bed situation, right? She goes, Dad, there's nobody here. Yeah. It's empty. Nobody's there. Yeah, all the beds are empty. Yeah, they're, they're preparing. They're preparing. And, and for, the big, for the big crash, but it's never come. Right. But it has now. They're getting full. Isn't so, it too easy for our government just to say, lock it down, instead of trying to figure out a better way? You know way. what? I think it's fear more than anything. They don't, they don't know what to do. So they just lock it down and deal with the shit later with what's happening now, right? And I, I don't want to come across as a racist, but there was a huge spike in Brampton, you know, that kind of drove through this lockdown. Yeah, but that's and, communal living. Yeah, they, they the, have three or four families per house. And, and also when they have a celebration, it's hundreds of people, if not thousands of people, and nobody's wearing masks, right? And again, I'm not, trust me, man, if anybody asks me, I'm not a racist individual. I hate everybody equally. Right? <laughs> that's just a fact, right? But I'm just saying that if you're seeing spikes in certain, it's too easy for our government to just say, lock it down. Right. And, and just all of a sudden, that's that's the statement. That's the that's the, our our study. And I mean, if you look at it, I mean, Peel usually has more cases than Toronto does. We're in line with Toronto. Yeah, that's that's stupid. But the and thing, we're our population is far bigger. Yeah. So why don't we start looking at the like the source, trying to figure out what's going on here? No parties. Don't have. Wasn't there a person who had that party that fine in the backyard and? It was like 200, uh, I can't remember, it was 200 oh, people. Oh, there was some other party in a storage unit. So just realize that it's like, okay, no more parties. I'm sorry, but you can't have the parties. You can't have the bar mitzvahs. You can't have the weddings. You can't yeah. do, postpone it all, man. Just but I think, wait. But I think most people are doing that. I really do. Um, because, you know, most people that I talk to, they're, you know what, they're they're hurting mentally. Yeah. Like, you know, like I just said to the other day, I go, holy shit, I haven't seen... This guy in almost a year. I haven't yeah. seen this guy in almost. A year. Yeah, we talk, but it's not the same. We haven't gone on, you know, or a, a bike trip this year. Like, you just can't do anything. You can't. Why mean, can't you go on a bike trip? I guess you could. You just stay in your province or whatever. But but where do you go? Yeah. That's true. You can't go east. You'll be shunned. <laughs> well, PEI's not letting any of us in. Right. You can't go. Yeah. You can't go east. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think the the mental health issues will oh outweigh the well, but then the COVID does mental health. But then you know here we are talking about people losing their jobs. I mean, divorce rate actual fact has gone up. It got huge financial strain within a family. People, well, domestic people, disturbance, right? and domestic violence, everything, bankruptcies. Tell me, bankruptcies Bank, are going to be monstrous. And then when people are out of work, so all that you know, we call it mental health. I mean, what's that going to do? So, what's the greater, what's the greater hurt to society? Is it the the lockdown, or is it the fact that that like what Sweden did, which is said, no, no, we're not locking down. We're just going to get through this the herd mentality, let everybody get sick, do whatever it does. The death rate was nowhere near what they no. thought it would be. Going back to my original point is the real cause, the real root or the real death rate of COVID is very, very, very small. It's less than 1%. But why of, isn't that being reported in the media? That's my point. That's exactly what I'm saying. Alberta is the only province that has taken apart all their COVID deaths and analyzing them to say that, oh no, this person had diabetes, this person is, oh, yeah, but he died of COVID. Yeah, but he had diabetes. He so had why this. Don't blame Ontario. it on the COVID. Because that's what's happening. A right. lot of it's being... that's so. So right. going back to, to what I'm saying is is wait, why do we want to even agree to the lockdown? I'm saying the lockdown is a fake. 
The lockdown is not real. To your point, Jim, you're right. The government didn't know what to do. So let's shut it down. And that's what they did. But instead of analyzing and saying, wait a second, less than 0.79% is the actual number of deaths of a healthy person. And by the way, that healthy person is over 70. If, if you're under 60 and you're healthy, you have a less 0.0001% chance of dying. We're shutting down the economy. Is that really, is that really the... I got it. I'll, I'll mail it to you. Seriously? Seriously. That's why. So when we talk about information, about the decisions being made, our government is making, they're not... I don't believe they're telling us the truth behind the decisions they're making. At least Alberta has the guts to say, yeah, yeah we're... Uh, the actual death of, of, um, of COVID is 0.79% of a healthy person. So you got to blame the media a little bit on this because they don't want to report that. Right. Media only reports what... Makes the news. Makes the news. Oh, it's all fear. Right. Yeah. yeah. Fear, right. It's always fear. It sells, In the it beginning, I, I don't know if you guys were doing this, but I have yet to do this. I was not washing all of my groceries with detergent. No. I'm sorry, but I was not. But the amount That'll of, kill you. The, the <laughs> amount of women. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the amount of women that were doing that, they were shopping groceries, bringing it home, mm. leaving it outside, and washing it with a bucket and soap and water outside and then bringing it in the home. I'm like, come on. Are you kidding me? The pesticides alone in that groceries are going to fucking kill you more than you. Exactly. Yeah. The, I, did, I never had. I've done, I haven't done that. And like I said, I didn't, I didn't like wearing a mask in the beginning, but now it is commonplace. In every vehicle I'm in, I have a mask. I put it on. I go into the store. I run a business. Yep. Yep. Guys on the job site, I don't know, but Jim, with you, but some wear masks. Some don't wear masks. Yeah. So we, we've made them wear them now. You know, just wear it. You know, because of this, you know, lockdown, and I just, okay, guy, just wear this thing. Get it done. I don't wear it in my car. By yourself while you're driving? By myself. That never happens. Jesus. <laughs> and it freaks me out when I see people doing that. I'm like, thinking there's a ghost or somebody yeah, in the back by there, themselves. Man. Why are you wearing a mask? You're going to give yourself the bid. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. But you know what? Going back to, you know, listening to, you know, the barbecue dude. Listen to another restaurant. man. The ribs Adams are really good, too, man. <laughs> Listen to another He's owner, open in Aurora. Owner I think, of, Dave, uh, you and I are going to go there tomorrow, right? Because that's the only one that's open. Because they're so. not closed. This podcast is brought to you by Adamson's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Listen to another restaurant owner. He just said, you know, if we're the cause of it, then give me the numbers. Yeah. yeah. And I go, you know what? That's brilliant. Because nobody has given you numbers. Is it 1% of the cases? Is it 2%? I haven't heard of any cases of somebody that went to a specific restaurant, right. had it, and infected other people with it. Nobody. Most cases come from the home. Yeah. yeah. The family gatherings. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. Aren't they now putting stipulations on holiday gatherings? 10. Yeah. Less than 10. 10. Less than 10. 10. Your own family. If you're 11, well, you're odd man out. <laughs> One guy. And, okay, and what are they going to do? So they're going to bust in during Christmas dinner and yeah. say, "Oh, I see twelve people here." You're, you're, right, you're going to go to prison, yeah, for having a Christmas dinner with your family. Well, Come according on, to what's happening with Adamson's, yeah. Well, that, well that's that's where I'm. Okay, they'll find so, you. They'll find you. They'll for you this is my this is my grandpa. It's his last <laughs> dinner. They're going to take him away. Yeah, <laughs> they got to make their money back somehow. God, could that actually happen? Man, they won't is, do this that. This is like a movie. What's the book? Remember the old Nin book? 1984 or something? 1984, yeah. 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 Big Brother. That's Big exactly brother. what it is. Oh, man. It's Dave. here. It's here. Right. It's here. No, it's just I like, want to hear more of these conspiracies, Dave. Tell us more about these conspiracies. Okay, Dave, you're the master I want to know about more of this stuff, man. I don't know about too much about it. So I, I'm trying to... 
uh, you know what? I, I shouldn't be talking about it. <laughs> don't worry. Dave, don't, don't worry. worry. Dave Smith. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's a first name basis here. <laughs> Dave's already stressed out. Came in. Thank you. Is everybody around? <laughs> Cautiously walked in here. What's going on? What's going on? No, he brought the wine. Yeah, he brought the. I guess technically, can can we get arrested now because we're doing a podcast right now? And there's only four of us. Okay, so we're but we're not. We're we're from different families, though. And are we six feet apart? Yes, Uh, you know, an Italian six feet. Sure. Okay. (laughs) We got bread between us. Yeah, that's true. We're touching this. Yeah, we are. Don't forget the wine. Oh, and the wine. Yeah, I haven't tasted a new wine. So, if we were politicians. How would we handle this situation? I, I think getting the proper information out there, which is truly what are we dying? What are we? Wh- why are we shutting it down? To my point, co- comorbidity rates. Alberta is the only one doing it. There was a fantastic article written on it. And the question is, why aren't the other provinces telling us the truth about how many people are really dying from COVID? That's all we want to know. Because we're talking about shutdown, we're talking about economy and everything going on. Big deal. I'm looking at the bottom line saying, well, why are we even doing this? Well, because 5,000, just today, 5,000 people got COVID. What does that mean? Does that mean that... Nobody's really telling you what that means. Right. And yet the news, like I was 680, all these news, they're just publishing all these numbers. Well, you're watching CP24 and you're just seeing these numbers. Another 1,500, another 1,600. Right. right. What does that mean? don't understand. Right. It means that, so based on the numbers that Alberta has, because they're the only ones producing, one person out of that 1,500 might end up in hospital who's healthy. The, the other 50 or so, they had underlying conditions. They were old. They had another, they had heart disease. They had all these other so diseases. So why isn't Ontario paying attention to Alberta? Now, when does, when, when does Ontario ever pay attention to they Alberta? They don't. And then Quebec's a different story as well, uh, too. Let's not even talk about Quebec. <laughs> it's a whole other country. <laughs> well, that's a country, man. I, I, heard, I heard that Quebec is now trying to enforce more French, but that's probably another topic. I no, can't believe it. That's a different podcast. Yeah, that's that is a different, a different show. Yeah. Is there less deaths now than there was when it first came out like in march that's a good question that's over legitimate like covid related deaths yeah because if and i don't know what the answer is i i think it's less now compared to uh what it was because we're, we're testing more so obviously i would think just simple math you would have more cases yeah more but people I, are going in to get tested right but I don't think the death numbers are as high yeah. as they were before. I'd right? agree with you on that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So when you look at that, sure, we wiped out most of the old age homes, which were, you know, really susceptible to this. And it's unfortunate, obviously. But now, I mean, I mean, on a positive note, I guess, with if there is any positive to COVID, it definitely cleaned up our senior living health care. Yeah, well, that was a shame. I'll let you take all the letters there, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a whole other... Yeah, I agree with you. It right. was like, uh, all of a sudden, and I don't, beds and I were don't available mean, now. Beds were available. No, I don't mean it that way. No, 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 no. But that's how... But some of them were like that. That's the shady yeah, thing I mean, and, and what I meant by cleaning up, I didn't mean by wiping them out. Yeah. I meant by cleaning up the way they work. I mean... Yeah. Way like they're they're underpaid. There was faults yeah. across the board on that. Oh, so you know the new restrictions and everything else. It's only better, you know, that it's going to be far more healthier and far better living conditions for them. Right. And from a construction side, I think the retirement industry it needs a massive overhaul. I got I got two projects myself, you know, on the build, and 
we don't even know what direction to take. Do we do we go because apparently the government is re, is going to be taking over all private um, retirement homes. Hmm. Like like there's a, there's a new th- I don't know I, again I just heard that that uh, the Ford government has decided to have all these private operators. There's no more private operators of, of uh, retirement homes. They're going to be taking over all of it. And now what is that is really that? a good idea? I don't know. I, I, I guess well, more, more restrictions. We, we know that that population is growing massively. Dramatically. We're living longer. Man. Yeah, that's the thing. Right. You know, so, not, to, not to put a damper on things, but my uncle just passed away this morning and he was 98. And God bless him. 98, right? 98. Yeah, yeah, I read somewhere look that how, right now, to, like today, men are living to, I think it's 82. That's the average. Women are 87 right now. By the time we get a little bit older, it's going to be into the 90s. It keeps going up. Yeah. It's up. It's up. So retirement and the senior living is going. And that's the other. That's a whole other. Retirement at 55 and then surviving you from can't. 50, you can't. 55 a, like, to me, 90. I'm 65 and I'm still working. I couldn't. I couldn't pack it. But in now you got to you got to pack it up for 90. Let's say. I'm gonna work till I'm 90. <laughs> I think that you know from the construction side and and from the uh, that whole uh, stuff we were talking about earlier, the retirement industry as a whole is is being shaken to the core, and yet it's it's a growing industry. So what are we gonna do? It's gonna be interesting because same th- those same fear, you know, kids of today are gonna be making those decisions of tomorrow. Yeah. So the way that we get to that age, they're the ones that are going to be in their 30s and 40s making those decisions on what we get or what we're given and how we survive and what, based on what money there is in the government to give us at that point yeah, to survive, right? Because yeah. not everybody is going to be well-adjusted financially speaking. Not everybody is preparing for a proper retirement. So you're going to still need some sort of government assistance. What kind of assistance is going to be there when they're at that age, basically pulling the strings? Yeah. I mean, we've got a very young prime minister. What's going to happen? Hmm. That's a little scary in itself, right? Yeah. I mean... Uh, we know there's going to be a cause and effect in this whole CERB thing. Too much money was given out. Yeah. Way too much money was given out. And you can't just print this money and then just give it out and not expect it to... Not yeah, somehow yeah, come, back it come back in. Yeah. But I think it's that, that, what is that? The boat rises. So the whole world's debt has gone up. So we're, we're not, it's not just Canada. Like if, if Canada is a boat, if our debt is a boat, it's rising just like America's. It's rising. So we're all, the whole world is being affected by this debt. Manny, you and I were joking saying, well, let's, let's just wipe out debt for the whole world. That won't happen. How, how does money now get changed? How do, how do we value money when, when there's so much debt? We all know what happened to Argentina where they just kept printing and printing. And as you know, for every dollar you print that you don't have backup in any kind of GDP value, you just keep devaluing it. So how is, how is the value of money even determined now with so much debt? I mean, even America. My God, how many trillions now? Bitcoin. Bitcoin. That's a difference. And I heard that blew up today. Did it really? Yeah, it went down by three thousand bucks in one day or something. Went down? Yeah, down, blew up. The I bubble. think it's gonna go through the roof. I think so too. Bitcoin's a whole other thing. <laughs> the hell's that, Dave? <laughs> Dave's in charge of uh, sound effects today on this show. <laughs> 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 Open up the cork. The Open eye, the, the eye watch. <laughs> yeah. oh, the eye watch. Christ. There's got to be enough, like a. Upbeat? No, nothing upbeat. Well, construction's been so, busy. So you know what? I th- so here's my prediction. I think I think if if anybody can get through 21, 
you can get through, through anything. anything. Well, yeah. you can get through anything, but then I then I I feel twenty two. That's going to be the scary year. Is it, I don't know. It's going to be. I think it's going to go through the roof, but I think it's going to put construction back ten years. Twenty two. Yeah. Or maybe even twenty, maybe even the start of twenty-one. And here's why: why I think because there's already so many guys can be out of work. Yeah, they're gone. They're lost. Their businesses, everything else. So what's the easiest thing to do? Go buy a tool belt for fifty bucks. Grab a hammer. Grab a shitty old pickup truck. I'm a renovator now. Yeah, shady, shady, is, shady. Right? It's just gonna set us back with the shit work because shit. people are going to be starving and they got to work or do we get smart with the right. government and embrace immigrants to come in and give them education into construction like they did in the 60s and 70s with immigrants coming from europe and everybody and they got into construction and they built huge companies that are yeah. big massive companies now well we've talked about this before we got to get it back into the elementary school got to get it back in the seven and eight so somebody goes oh these are my hands wow they can actually do things and then they move on to high school and you know what it's, it's the, you know what the parents like you know what your kid doesn't want to go to university not every kid but he's does. good with his hands yeah. he likes to get i got two kids right now 23 and 19 they're brilliant i've never i it's been years since i've seen young kids like this that love what they do and they're good and they're going to get even better because they love it. They love to be out. They love to do it. And they're good with their hands. They're willing to work. Where well, I mean, we people? talk about immigrants. They were always, they always seem to be the ones taking on the dirty jobs. And for some crazy reason, you know, the trades are, are work, were considered dirty jobs. I'm encouraging my son to get a trade. He, he got into the carpenters. Uh, he's actually at Seneca getting a civil engineering, but the uh, carpenters union put on a contest to build a house, uh, like a little shed or something. He went in there and his school won. So since then, he's now decided to get into the trades. And my God, if there ever was a, a business, I would say that makes money is being a trade. I don't know any trade that's out of work except for now. I think that the mentality, you know, a bit, a bit to your point, Jim, is the mentality has been that, you know, all the trades, all that kind of dirty work has been done by the immigrants. And I'm looking at my age, I'm going, God, I wish I was a tradesman. Because see, the 70s and 80s were big for tradespeople. Like, you know, yeah, they were. when in the 70s, oh, yeah, I just, you know, I just want to be a tradesman, man. Yeah. And, you know, boom. And it was great. 80s were good. Mid to late 80s. Yeah. You know, then it started. Parents started going, oh, no, I don't, I don't want you to yeah, do yeah, that's what right. I did. I, you need to get a you higher should, education. Yeah you, yeah, you should work in an office. Yeah. You should do this. You know, yeah, then the IT came and then right. everybody wanted to be a computer geek. And, right. and everybody just threw the hammers And aside. all the bullshit uh, at university degrees, humanities. What the hell are you going to do with humanities degree? Oh, right? Basket weaving bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, hands-on, hands-on practical teaching. Yeah. What university teaches... How to, as you just said, how to hold a hammer. Every Nobody. guy that I went to school with that was in a trade is either retired and done well. Exactly. They're, Every they're, single not, guy. they're not multimillionaires, but they're millionaires. They're and above the par. They're above the par. Like right on. any trades person now, get it, yeah, you got to do your years. You got to do your five years, do whatever it takes, get it done. You're making six digits after that. 100%. Yeah. It's true. It's easy to make six digits in construction. And it's funny how everyone thinks it's a dirty job, but right. it is such a clean living. It's a great living. It's a great living. Yeah. You know, as you get older and then, you know, like our guys are getting older, they're in their fifties and that, then they're not on the tools as much. They're running the job. Yeah. yeah. They're managing they're, it. They're managing they're organizing you know, they've it. They've earned. And also educating the next generation. Right. 
And you know, from my Passing side, it on. all the there's a lot of trades guys I work with that also invest in what they're building, which is they invest in real estate, which is a little bit right. more. Look at your uh, your friend Jim there, the electrician. Oh Jim. my God, how many properties does he own now? Yeah, no, he's done well. He flipped a few. Yeah, but he's got like a whole portfolio of properties yeah. now, right? Because he's he builds the damn things and he ends up buying them. Yeah, renting. but that's what most renovators, they get contractors, they do. get yeah. into it. They right? get in, they get their own. You know, they flip a couple. I mean, that's how. I, I got ahead. Yeah, exactly. Built a house, sold it, did a couple of these here and there. Okay, built a little nest egg. Now, you know, you can go off and try different things. You got to have the drive and some, you know, little entrepreneurial spirit for sure and and be willing to fail. And uh, take a chance. Be willing to fail. I mean, I mean, just clear cut it. You're going to fail. School of hard knocks. You know what's that? The school of hard knocks. The school of hard knocks. Right. right? You know, failure is is just success backwards. You got to fail to succeed. But there's nothing wrong with trade, man. No, any day. Maybe because of this whole reset or what's going on, you're going to get more kids wanting to get into construction because they're seeing that it hasn't stopped us. It's where's it going to go? Robots can't build a house. No. Maybe they can build walls, but somebody still has to assemble them. Robots can't do the, you know, the... Clients don't want to deal with robots. Right. (laughs) Right. They want to yell at somebody else. Thanks, brother. (laughs) (laughs) We got to finish that bottle. All right. I don't think that's going to be a problem. Yeah, well, Manny, you, you're the lowest of the. What are you bunch talking here. about? That's my second. Stop it, man! I got to control like, like a computer here and everything. It's like right? the vaccine, you're on your second. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So is this live? No, it's not live. Oh, We're just oh, recording. Okay. Yeah, it's live, Dave. Yeah. Right, right now, our prime minister and our premier, everybody's <laughs> listening in right now, and the RCMP are gonna go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know, going back, like you know, we were talking. How, how do we can like? I mean, even some of my clients. With material costs, they're just going to put their jobs on hold, like we talked about That's, earlier. Right? Is, isn't that a fine line, Jim, though? Like, you got to go back. Okay, like you said, 70,000 lumber package, it jumped to what, 130? Yeah, doubled. So now, are you nervous about the client saying, we want to pause? We wanna, yes. We, want, we won't do it next year. We'll do it the year after. I've already had that. I already had that. We, you know, they've come in, we've given a price, and then I said, hey, you know what? We got to readjust this price. And they go, you know what? We're just going to kind of wait. We're gonna wait till next year and see how this goes. It's all we hear now. Let's I, wait. And and like we just said, let's wait and see what twenty one brings. Twenty two. I agree with you that twenty two is gonna be the interesting year. I still think twenty one is still gonna continue what twenty was doing. I think so. Too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, that's what I say. If we get through twenty one, then I think you've you've made it. We'll have a quiet holiday. It'll be ten people. Enjoy yeah. the holiday, and then come January, construction will continue. And I think and on the twenty first, there'll be we'll a have shut another down. shutdown. <laughs> The third, the third. I, I really want to see if this is going to happen. It's going to suck, man. But if it happens, it, it will. I hear it's, it's really cheap to travel now. All the <laughs> inclusive packages are very, very cheap, man. Yeah, but when you arrive, you got to quarantine for fourteen days at the on the island. Yeah, really, you still have to. No, you take a private jet. That's what you do. You hire a private jet with your family, and and they'll let you into the country no problem with no quarantining. Oh. That's wow. interesting. I didn't bro. know that. I'm assuming private jets. So are what's cheap? a jet? Six, eight thousand dollars an hour yeah you probably to get to florida would be probably 30 40 thousand bucks right all right let's do it <laughs> we'll just say we're all brothers just go <laughs> i'll throw five g's in that'll get us there <laughs> let's just ride down they're not letting us in though huh no or will they let us in not let us out no they won't they, they won't, won't let, let us in, in. And 
<laughs> yeah, well, right right down on our bikes. Yeah. Well, fuck, Dave. It'd take you about 10 years to get down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's another conversation, I think. Is Dave danger. will be pushing his with one leg. I'm going too fast, man. You know, 20 kilometers. Those are all behind-the-scenes stories the that were shared off mic before that. They told me a little bit about you and bikes, you and your bike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got the great bike now. He's yeah, it's, it's, it's fine now, yeah. Remember, you took it for a ride. You yeah, this, this spring. back from Fort Erie. Yeah, yeah. Get me off this thing. It, it was, so it was the, new, the new seat was brutal. But oh, the old, oh, yeah, no. no have yeah, you yeah. ridden that? It's, a, it's, a, it's <laughs> the back end. It's the spine. It goes right in your spine. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all American bikes. Harleys, right? Harleys, man. Harleys. They're all American bikes. Yeah. I'm the only uh, Italian bike. And mind you, I'm still looking at another Italian bike. Yeah, but it's a it's a V it's a V it's a V engine, right? So, yeah. So same as a Harley. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just don't tell that to the to the boys. Yeah. They don't want to hear that. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> do we fix this or do we ride this out? Uh, well, I don't think we have any choice. Got to ride it out. We're you just got to ride it out, huh? Four of us aren't going to fix it. Uh, all this Adamson talk, it makes me wonder: Is he going to be in open numbers? Tomorrow? We got to be in numbers. That's the only way to fix it. What do you mean, like in protesting? Pretty much. There comes the revolution, so. brother. Yeah. You mentioned this, eh, Jim? You mentioned that it was going to happen. So this Adamson thing, I even think he's a flashpoint. For I was saying to you, Manny, that he's a flashpoint for the small business people because people look to him, and it, I, we've seen pictures of him. He looks like a regular guy trying to make yeah. a living, yeah. and he's now trying to stand up to Big Brother. As Dave was saying, do we support this guy or do we let this guy burn? Do we support him by going to – I bet you there's going to be a rally at Queen's Park this weekend or something. There was one today. At for Queen's him Park. at Queen's Park, oh yeah, yeah. Has he made the American media? Yes, yeah. He's My made brother, the American yeah. media. Rob says he's down in the states now. They're oh yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot of Americans feel the same way as him. It's right? true. I'm sure. I mean, and there's a lot of Canadians that feel the same way. Yeah. You know what? Okay, so let's. We're talking about a guy that you know has a restaurant. Let's talk about what we do. Where's our associations? We build restaurants. We build, but where's our association? We don't. We, there isn't. Where's build in, in this? this? Yeah. And where's it's the a Canadian great question. Do you have an answer for it or what? I don't. Why are they? Why are why are they not supporting anything? Well, supporting something, you know, just like we talked about earlier, like you know, stop the the material cost prices. Like you know, what again? Dave saying it's numbers. What numbers do we have in build? Fifteen hundred guys. Let's face it. Most of us just join for the sake of joining to say yeah. hey we belong to build has they ever done anything for me i know but last no. week on last week's show i was saying what is it 1.7 million in this country are trade related some way of construction 1.7 out of the 37 million, million. people right. in canada that's the number 1.7 all of us should be rallying so well, here's they the drive, they here's drive the, the economy yeah here's the shout out it. here's the shout out why don't we start something make some noise how do you make some noise with numbers most of us are renovators sense. and small contractors. Build deals mostly with the bigger, big, big homes, yeah. the condo guys, yeah. everything else. Yeah, Canadian Multi. home builders, same thing. Canadian home builders maybe has I don't know four or five thousand, but you know a portion of them are renovators. But isn't there's the, there's the renovator association, isn't there? Like yeah, but there's not that much. It's not that big. Canadian home builder has five thousand. That's combined, I think. Okay, right. Could you join? I mean, you join Toronto Home Build or Build, you become Canadian Home Build. Correct me if I'm wrong. Are contractors easily 
willing to support everybody, each other. I don't know. See, I, you know, I, I, not. 10 years They're ago not. when, when I came out with the magazine renovation contractor, but you know how many guys, you know, called me up and said, Hey, is this going to be more than that? Yeah. I go, what do you mean? Like, are you going to start an association? Like, are you going to be like the guy? Are you going to lead us? And I go, no, like I never thought about it, but, but somebody has to, Jim. Well, yeah. I don't know. So maybe yeah. somebody has to, maybe and it's it, time. And it, and it ain't going to be one of the monkeys on TV. Well, as you were just oh, saying, it's tough. a shout out. So somebody has to take a stand and say, okay, let's, what are we going to do? We're going to, I think personally, I, I put, I wanted to put the information out there about the comorbidity. I think the government is not telling us the real truth behind it. Therefore the lockdown is a fake. The lockdown's fake. I, I agree with you. Yeah. So, so tell us the truth about the death of COVID and then we can figure out is the healthcare really overburdened by healthy people who are now sick or is it overburdened by kind of sick people who are now sicker anyways? That's right. what I think. The Why aren't you breaking that information down? Because that information right. is going to let people uprise that's right a I, that, that, that's, that's what, what is going to happen if there is ever a shout out why doesn't the ontario government tell us that kind of information because then we as intelligent people here at this table can say oh you know what i get it yeah i want to you know because we're all being asked to stay home we're all being asked to wear masks. we're all being asked to change our to change our lives dramatically but we don't really know why, why? and as we, right right and now i'm saying well let's figure out why and Alberta is the only one that has the guts to po to publish the truth at 0.079% of healthy people. I think that's ridiculous. I think the, 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 the sh I actually believe those numbers and I think that that information should come out. All right, Doug, it's up to you, man. You got to, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, get it out there. Let's tell the people he's yeah. saying, well, you know, he's a, he's a man for the people. Tell us the truth. How many yeah. people, healthy people who didn't have any pre-existing die from COVID? How many? Do you really? think they have this information in their hand? They just choose not to share it. That's exactly right. So, so uh, the article that I picked up on said, perhaps Ontario does not have that information. I'm sure they can get it because if, if Alberta, in today's digital age, how you not have this information, right? right. That's almost plain dumb. Right. There's so but many stats. Where were you, on an island? No, you weren't vacationing. So right. you're at home Googling. So all of a sudden you found out that you have this information. Why aren't you sharing it with the yeah. proper I'm media? sure there's doctors out there that are fully aware that they know that the real death rate of COVID from a healthy person is not what, is not what it's being portrayed in. Well, the there's news. lots of doctors all over social media sharing that opinion. Yeah. They're talking about how it's... So there you go. That's that's what I think. I think we should make sure that we're we're supporting the lockdown for a real reason. I think this this existing lockdown is a fake. I don't believe that the numbers are supporting the lock the the, the oppression, if I can use that word, that the government is placing on all our industries. That's what's going on here. It really is a 1984 situation. Yeah, the government is trying to control more of what we're allowed to do or not allowed to do. Right. It's almost like, as Dave was saying, it's a conditioning. We're slowly being conditioned to think, oh, it's okay. And I was saying, my daughter, it's okay to wear this. It's okay to do that. She's, I'm thinking this is retarded. Why, why am I being asked to not, to close my business? Why? Well, because we got to, for the good of society. Yeah, but why? Well, because you're told to do it. Yeah, but I'm always, I was raised to ask why. Why right. am I being challenged? As, as a public official, I just am assuming that there's lots of business owners that have sent letters or emails to our officials to tell them I'm paying X amount of dollars per month for an establishment that's not open, bringing in revenue. Do you realize that? 
Nobody's helping me. I can't sustain paying that continuous amount of money without bringing in revenue. You're telling me to shut down for 28 days. My business barely makes X amount per date. Multiply that by 28 days now. And then I have pay. I have to bill. I have to pay things, man. And then I have my own personal mortgage. I have my own personal dependents. I have my kids. I got my car payments. I got everything. Why aren't they talking about those numbers? Why aren't they figuring out how to? And it's the same thing for us, man. Like, we're all scared. So as why don't they do it? I thought of this before. Crazy thought, but everything's gone crazy anyway. Why didn't they, like Dave said, shut everything down for 28 days? And when you shut everything down, payments, everything. There's no hydro bill. There's no gas mm, bill. Yeah. There's no tax bill. There's nothing. Everything gets frozen. Your mortgage, your this, your that. So everybody just stays home. It's a, it's Everybody's a, equal that way. It's, everything it's, is equal. Everything is equal then. And if you're going to hand out any money, like I said, give each family a thousand bucks. That's more than enough to feed you for a month. Yeah. Because you don't have any bills. And we just lock it down. That 2000 was such a big mistake. Eh? It's on the cusp of, I don't need to work. And my I'm stair making guy, just my stair guy it's food people, stamps. His, his it's people, food stamps. His people didn't yeah. even come back. I go, what are the, you talking the about? The amount man? of phone calls that I had to make and I hear on the other end, I'd rather stay at home because I'm making 2000 exactly. and I don't have to work. And his wife makes 2000 Oh, and by the way, my son's So we're too. bringing in enough. We're Guess what? Let me go to Amazon. I'm going to buy a TV now. Right. Yeah. Well, just think about families with 20 kids, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Are we back to Brampton? I, I, can't, think of, I can't think of families with 20 kids. I don't know any I families. Some of the Muslim families out there. Uh-oh. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> My carpet guy, he's got 16 kids in his family, like brothers and sisters. Yeah, there you go. Do the math. That's, From a the East of, Coast. that's a lot of coin. And they share that. They share that wealth. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't the it, the, the serb wasn't per family. It was per individual. That's yeah, right. Per individual. Yeah. Wow. So that's a lot of money that's gonna have to somehow reappear later on in the future. But yeah, you're right. If you would have shut it down, made that serb less, and then people would have just shut down, flattened the curve, got rid of everything, cleaned up everything. That would have been 28 days back in March, April, and then we would have. So how many? Rebounding. So how many billions would that have been? Probably know. not that many. Thousand dollars per household, thirty million people. Yeah, we would have killed COVID. COVID would be gone. Canada right. would have been a leader. I'm still going back to the original thing: is why shut anything down? What is the what is the real number behind COVID? I, I mean, you're right. That's a great strategy. Shut it down. That that would have worked. But shut it down. Why even shut down? We're, we're talking about a 079 percent death rate of healthy people. We're shutting down for. Let's. Let, I love uh, Freakonomics. They flip statistics around. <laughs> so Freakonomics teaches us to look at numbers the other way. So that means 99.3% of every single person that gets COVID survives. 99. <laughs> Staggering, man. Right. So why are we even talking about a shutdown fuck? A shutdown fuck. <laughs> Sorry. I just but picture just, I picture I just picture our government. I'm sure you guys have seen Airplane 2 with William Shatner on the moon base, whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. And all of a sudden he was just frustrated because he didn't have 
bells or buttons or lights or whatever. So he says, just shut it all down. Shut the whole thing down. Shut it. I picture our government officials doing the exact same thing. They, because as it's Jim said, it's do easy that. and they don't know what to do. They After truly that. don't know what to do. And they think that the gov- our, our, they think the citizens are thinking, hey, you guys are doing something. Right. Because you he, shut it all down. I remember every day he came out and made his announcement. Oh, what the hell? Like, I'm going back to, to the thing. You're, you're overreacting to something that we really don't know. And they, so what do you do? You shut down the economy. You destroy lives for on based on information that you really don't have. That's really wrong. That's really the wrong. cause and effect. Like I, I, they really are. They're not analyzing that whole mental and the livelihoods and all the businesses, the repercussions, all that repercussion stuff that's going to happen. And as you were you saying, look at these kids, man. They're going because it doesn't affect them. He goes back because to his cottage and gets his right. $400,000 a year and that's it. Yeah. They'll be out And of how there. about the hypocrisy when they were telling us not to travel? What? How many of those guys, they were one in Thunder Bay and freaking right. he traveled here and they're telling us not were to travel. Were they all traveling? Yeah, they were traveling. They got proof in the... Uh, well, they're all traveling on private planes being paid by our tax dollars. Right. So going back to the point of there, you know, we have two types of people. We have the people like us that are self-employed and the people that really, the ones making the decisions, they don't care. They're getting paid anyways. But we're talking about livelihoods. So in all fairness, would you want to be, during this COVID days, would you want to be that contractor or business owner stressed out, not sleeping, freaking out, losing employees, trying to figure out your next dollar? Or would you rather be the government official going home, getting paid full amount for doing fuck all? I can't tell how many times I thought I should have been a government yeah. employee. Why am I sometimes suffering? I got a good good friend, love him to bits, fireman, did his job, great pension. He's 57. He's retired. Full pension. I, I, was, I was a railroader. And he's know. a renovator now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, he is. <laughs> he's making more money. So, but, but getting involved in, in, a, in a government type of position, man, I've questioned that many times. It's not a bad gig if you think about it. Right now it is. But then we'd be like Greece, right? Where 52% of the population worked in the government. Look what happened to Greece. So it's guys like us that keep the freaking economy going. Come on, guys. We no, I, I agree with you. Trust me. Yeah. Plus, have you ever walked through any of those government offices and, and seen the, the looks on these individuals? They they're, hate their they're, jobs. they're in their 30s and 40s and they're on death's door. Mm-hmm. That's, well, that's they why they like. want to be at home. That's why they would want to that's be at home. That's why they right love now. being at home because it's right. basically pension time right now. It that's is. what it is. They're getting pull, full pop. Full pop for doing what? I'm going to answer five or six Zoom calls. I'm going to reply to a dozen emails. And that's my job. That's my scope for today. What do we have to do, Jim? We <laughs> still got to go. The the, never yeah. stops. Never I got to go and try to find a job. Right. Then I got to get on my knees to get the job. <laughs> Then you got to worry and about it, your and employees. And that means I have to do a job <laughs> to get, get the get job. On my knees. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even know if I'm going to get the job. <laughs> but I was on my knees. <laughs> you better have some good burn oh, marks. Jesus. Are you uh, slicing up the rest of the salami there, Mike? Yeah, man. That's sure. what you're doing. Eh? No, it, what is it called, Dave? That's, that's truffle. Truffle, truffle. Truffle salami. Truffle salami. Where'd you get it from? Fortinos? Fortinos. This show's brought to you by Fortinos. <laughs> <laughs> And the cheese too. This cheese, yeah. is that that, that espresso wow. cheese is really, really good. Seriously, like that I think we should just do a podcast where we're just nibbling off that food, cheese, man. That's yeah. all. Just make it a whole buffet here. Yeah. <laughs> well, when Adamson's get back out of jail, he can, <laughs> uh, he can make it a brisket. <laughs> I wonder if he'd be uh, cooking up in the the jail there. 
Probably, right? I don't know. I just start souping it up, man. Start, yeah. Start seasoning it all up and put it out there. Put it on the smoker. I'm sure he's out on bail. It's got to be. Well, he didn't, he didn't get arrested. He didn't get taken. Yeah. He did. Okay. They Cuffed everything. Handcuffed they them. have to yeah. make an example of him. Right. Exactly. They have to make an example of the small business owner who wants to survive. Go figure. I thought he was going to, to be honest, I thought he was going to drive that plow through something <laughs> on yeah. the front of his truck. Mm-hmm. And then I started to wonder, why does a guy that owned a restaurant drive a truck with a plow? I think because he owns that building and he plows his he own plows parking lot. Yeah. All right. Makes sense. I guess. Makes the best sense. truck was the Happy Hooker. Like, there was a Happy Hooker truck the happy there? Hooker truck. No, I missed that one. <laughs> Whose truck it was is it? It's a tow truck. Was it really? Yeah. It's oh, called the, the Happy, happy Hooker? Hooker? The tow truck. Was that yeah. the guy that had the music blasting yeah. when we were there? Wow. <laughs> there was some interesting characters. There were some characters. Oh, there. yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Gentlemen, I got one last segment here so we can wrap it up. Like Are we the, done already? Is that it? It's an hour, almost an hour and a half. Holy. Well, Jesus. you want to keep on talking? Yeah. No. No, no. I mean, it, it goes by fast, eh? <laughs> Thanks, brother. I'm empty. I'm and empty. The wine's done. Here, get, get, get them. We got, you got more? He's got, an, he's got another bottle. Dave, what the hell? That's well, it. I, I think bottles. I think there should be as many bottles as guests. I think so. Well, I That's what five. it should be. You brought five bottles? Yeah. Wow. I got straws. Are we expecting? <laughs> 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 All right, gentlemen, let me get to the 12 questions of construction here. I'm curious to find these answers. Eh? No, this be interesting. What is your favorite construction word? Mine? Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> is that your Hey, idea? there's Dave's first Fuck. word tonight. <laughs> carpentry. Carpentry. Love carpentry. You love car- finish love or rough? Rough. Rough. Love rough. Oh, you know what? God. In all fairness, I do prefer like a good framed house, like a beautiful. It happens f- so fast, eh? Yeah. You can build it in a day. The shape can, of the, the house. Shape, that's, that's when you first see the shape. The drawings become. Mm-hmm. You like it rough, eh? All right. <laughs> <laughs> what is your least favorite construction word? Pain. Pain? Plumbing. Plumbing. Plumbing, yeah. Plumbers make a lot of money, by the way. Like a shitload of money. And they're dealing with a lot of shit, though. Uh, You know what? They They make a lot of money, man. Three days Thursday, shit goes downhill. That's all you need to know. (laughs) That's if you're in the union. (laughs) What turns you on in construction? What you just said is seeing something come together. Like like, uh, looking at a drawing. If you start off with a drawing... And then you, you try to visualize it in your head. And then when you actually see it. What turns you off in construction, guys? Clients that don't pay. You do a great job and they don't pay. And I'm always carrying receivables. That never happens, eh, Jim? No, Christ, no. Oh, I'm in the wrong business then. Dave. Winers. Winers. Yeah. Winers. Winers. Winers? Like, yeah, like trade, winers. Trade winers. <laughs> they, they just, you know, they, oh, nobody's they, any good. The, the HVAC like, guy's in the way. Right. And, you know, just, just do your job. Okay, gentlemen, what is your favorite curse word? Could be an individual word. It could be a phrase. I'd say shit fuck. <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good one. Fuck. Fuck? Yeah, fuck. It's just fuck. a drawn out one. Fuck. <laughs> what is your favorite vehicle, boys? Oh. Oh, the vehicle I'm driving right now. What's that? I've had trucks my whole life, and I finally bought a Longhorn Ram, and it's, the, it's unbelievable. He's a Dodge man? I'm a Dodge guy, yeah. You're a Dodge yeah. man, eh? Man. I'm a You're rammer. You're a Dodge as well? I'm a rammer. I, I actually Just, bought the Ram. But that is your him. favorite vehicle? Out of all the vehicles out there. It's my favorite vehicle. It could be a bike. It could be a vehicle. You, be... Dave used to be a Chevy man. Yeah, I was a Chevy guy. So Chevy Rams pickup truck? It's nice, yeah. Chevy. Yeah. Silverado? 
Remember those good old Bob? Avalanche. Bob yeah, Seeger. Avalanche. Bob yeah, Seeger. Avalanche. Avalanche. The Avalanche was one you of the what? best trucks ever made. You know what? The Avalanche was such yeah. a smart vehicle. Yeah. Totally. The Avalanche? Yeah. I loved mine. With the, oh, with yeah. the window and the drop and down. Yeah. I'm like, it was such a smart vehicle. And what did GM do with it? Ah, let's get rid of it. Get rid of it. <laughs> I got one. What, mine was an 08. What did you have? 10? 209. 09. Yeah. You drove the crap out of that thing. Merrick's still oh, driving it. I still have a yeah, guy driving it. Yeah, you still got it there. It's got 400,000K on it. No. It I was won't. a great driving truck. I loved that thing. Practical as hell. What is your least favorite vehicle? Dodge Ram. <laughs> <laughs> the Longboard? No, I had I had a Mercedes, and it was... You didn't my, like it? Which one? I had the uh, the ML uh, 350. You didn't like it? Didn't like it. Always problems. Always problems. Every time I hooked up a trailer, just might as well take it to the shop. Really? Yep. Nothing but problems. Dave? Jesus. Chevette. <laughs> <laughs> you remember those things, man? Oh, those things were brutal. That's, that's, what, I started working. that's what I started working with. You had your tools weighted in that thing, and yeah, it was weighted to drive down. Like this. Oh I, I'm sure that every Corvette owner cringed when they launched that yeah, vehicle and named that vehicle. Chevette. I'm like, why Chevette, would you name yeah. that vehicle Chevette? Yeah. Like, why, man? Such an embarrassment. What construction sound or noise do you love? Sound? Sound or noise. Hammers. Sound of hammers. Hit Just any it. hammers. Yeah. Dave? Saws. Circular saws? Cutting. 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 Yeah. yeah. What profession other than your own would you guys like to attempt? Plumber. You'd like to be a plumber? Considering I hate it, I'd like to, I think plumbing would be a great, never out of work, never out of work a plumber. That's true. It is so true. Dave? Electrical. I don't like anything that gives me pain that I don't know where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> You touch a wire and you get pain, and I'm like, that wasn't supposed to happen, man. Uh, what profession would you not like to do? Accounting. It is boring. Oh, man, it drives me crazy. It drives me crazy. Maybe that's why you got receivables. <laughs> Dave? I would say painting. Painting? You don't oh like painting? God. It's the worst. I love painting because I, I like it's the final. It is. I like it too. Yeah. It's the final. Too much cleanup. There's a lot of cleanup. It too is much a lot of prep cleanup. work. Uh, last question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Let Be me in. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I think he'd say about time. It's about time. It's about time. It's about time. I finally got the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, any last thoughts on COVID and construction and what's going on right now in Canada and Ontario and small I think business? We'll, I, you know what? I think we'll talk about this again in the new in year. In January. When when Dave's prediction comes right. A third lockdown. True. Yeah, if there's a third lockdown, we got to have another show because that this would... is, yeah, it's going to be serious. Will you say four I think, words? I think we're paying, we're going to see, like, this year is going to be a big prediction of where we're going to be in the future. You talking about twenty twenty? Twenty twenty right now is gonna it's gonna it's like next year is gonna be a year that I think we're gonna pay for right now because of these lockdowns. It's gonna we're gonna see it next year. Have we not hit the lowest low I yet? I don't think no, so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay, I think it's, it's gonna get worse. It's gonna get worse. And yeah, and I agree. For twenty twenty one. Last year, I said last year at this time I was worried about this time this year, and it's exactly where we are right now. And I was right. We are where where we are. It's. I've always been worried about twenty two. I've always been worried about once this started. I was worried about twenty two. I was uncertain about twenty one, thinking twenty one was going to be very much like twenty. 
you know, go back to 19, nobody thought about oh, this. 19 oh, God, was, no. we were, everything was going Everything great. was going great. Boom. And God, yeah. Canada can be a self-sustained country and we could be a leader, but we haven't. Why haven't we? Because we can't pull it together. Maybe we should start by unifying all the contractors out there. That's forget about say. build, forget about the construction, all these other associations. And we just, we don't start an association. We just unify everybody. That's there all it go. is. Let's do it. We don't create a, an association. Contractors We united. just unify everybody. Considering, again, that con the, the construction industry is 25% of our economy. That's huge. It's, it's the biggest, it's the biggest industry. It drives everything. It drives Can you imagine everything. a million people everything. just going to Ottawa? Yeah. Okay. Right. I want my permit. Yeah. Basically, right? Yeah. Yeah. We need to work. Yeah. They'll listen to us because we'll all have hammers. Yeah. Let's bring our hammers and start throwing them at the well, Let's tear the place mm -hmm. apart. Mm -hmm. Rebuild it. <laughs> 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 then hand the bill to the government. <laughs> Here you go. You always. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, gentlemen. Great to finally meet you guys. And it was a great conversation, Jim, as always. I'm glad yeah, that you pulled great. this together. Yeah, this is wonderful. Is, it makes me wonder what you're going to do for next week. What am I going to do? <laughs> Jesus. I just sent him a text going, hey, what's going on? And then all of a sudden he sends me a whole story. I was going, I got the best guy to come by. <laughs> wow. And we have this amazing conversation. All right. Well, so we'll see what happens. We'll see who pe we pissed off. Yeah. And we'll see who's actually agreeing the with us. The more we piss off, the better it is. But the thing is, there should be conversation. There, there should, should be, be discussion. You shouldn't piss off anybody. It's, everybody has an... Opinion. Opinion. And, and they have a should. right. They have a right to do yes. it. They have a right to do it. You got it right there in front of you. I agree. I, yes. I agree. Like, uh, I'm not right. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm expressing right. my opinion. I'm expressing that's right. my opinion. That's I'm right. And that's what small business owners are doing. They're expressing their that's opinions right. because they are losing their livelihoods and they're potentially losing their homes. Right. That's We're, scary. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, um, a lady store on Avenue Road. And it's closing up for good, for good. And I happen to know where they live and you know, they live in a great area and they just built the house and now that's up for sale. So they're losing everything. everything. They've lost the business of God knows how long. And now their new home that they built. Now that's being sold. I really hope all these people are writing letters to our public officials and letting them know, by the way, I just sold my house because I can't carry it. I just sold my business because I can't carry it. And by the way, just as a, as a fact, for every letter, a politicians view that as a thousand people because most people don't write letters. So when, when a letter does arrive, they, the sentiment behind it is 1,000 people. I used to work at, within the government and they, and they told, they told me that for every letter, you got to view it that a thousand people feel the Oops. same way, but they won't write the letter. So if they get 10,000 letters, that's uh, that's 1 million people feel something. So, so writing a letter is extremely So what important. if we got a thousand contractors thousand to write contractors. a letter to yeah. our public officials? Outlining why construction is important to us. A hundred percent. That would, that would make a massive Dude, impact. I think you, that's gotta be. Monday morning. Yeah. Let's write a letter. Yeah. Everybody write a letter. Write a letter. Oh, a Tell them about what we talked about. Yeah. You do that on Monday morning when you do well, your I was already thing. planning on talking about a, um, how we don't get paid when we're on job site meetings, but architects and designers do. I was going to talk about that, but this is a better <laughs> one. Let's do the letter. Let's do the letter. Let's see. Uh, if you're saying it's a thousand. It's a thousand. Even if we get a hundred contractors to write a letter, man. Let's yeah. do it. 
That would be that would be equal to ten thousand. You write one, I'll write one. We start. We just write a letter. Just write in the dug. Yeah. I'll try to keep as many or as few four letter words in the letter there. Yeah, no, don't swear. Let's be. Oh no, I might put in HVAC. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I, I gotta say, I do have to say. Let's give him a little bit of credit. I think Doug's done a pretty good job. He has. So far. Yeah. He has. Yeah. He, he's a straight shooter. I like the way he talks. Yeah. But and so know. was his brother. Yeah. Maybe you know he fucked up at the end. A little bit of a drug problem at the end. <laughs> but he was a true guy for the city. He, he loved. He was his one of city, us. Man. He yeah. Loved he he city. spoke his mind, and yeah. I respect a man that speaks his mind. Yeah. I really do. And I think Doug's another, and I, I, I believe Doug when he says like he's here for the people. I really do. And uh, you know what? You don't get everything right. No. Um, but I think he's doing his best. He's learning. I mean, this is he's been thrown into a pandemic. He doesn't know what the hell, you know. Yeah. Fuck, he just got into office. There's no book for this. You know. There's yeah. no rules. There's no nothing. I was listening this. to him, you know, listening to him in, in, in Parliament there. And, you know, the NDP shitting all over him that you know the seniors homes are this and that and he stood up and he goes you know what i just fucking got into office man <laughs> you guys caused this shit not me <laughs> you know you've left it for me to clean the fucking thing up so you know. oh it's true need more guys don't like that. be a politician just be a businessman and get this shit under yeah. control and you'll totally understand what we're going through yeah yeah. All of us are going to. And he through. is a businessman. He's yeah, running a business. He gets it. He gets it. Yeah. Comes from a family. Yeah. But, you know, again, he, he could he could take a firmer stand and say, look, here's the facts. Here's the real numbers. We're only, again, we're, we're being told misleading numbers. 5,000 new COVID cases. What does that mean? Yeah. Big deal. 5,000 people got tested positive. What is that going to do for the health system? But the result is for the past hour and a half is we've been talking about job loss, all the, all the struggles. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. We need you to think know that, the truth. You think the PR companies have come in now? You think they're trying to massage the way information is being presented to the public now? PR companies are hired by politicians all the time. Yeah. They, so so yeah. so they they may they may realize this information and say, "Oh my God, if we let this information out, we're going to have a revolt." On You're going to have an Adamson's in every city. That's correct because people are going to say, "I'm not shutting down." For for 0.79% of the of deaths due directly to COVID. Again, that's that's the stat. And Alberta is the only one that has the guts to do it. But then Alberta, I've always respected Alberta, man. Alberta's always but, but been, Alberta's already in a recession. So they they gotta do they got nothing to lose anyway. They got nothing to lose. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's true. There's <laughs> nobody working. No, their real estate's taking everything's taking everything's a taking a shit. Yeah. yeah. So and they're always shit on by Ottawa, which I don't you like. You know what? You know what? That's the shittiest. I don't know if you know this, because you're a stat man. What's that? They pay the most. Oh, there's a percentage that each province pays, and they pay the most. I think they give the most money to Quebec. That's what it is, probably. Right. Is that what it is? Yeah, probably. Yeah. What are you talking about? Really? Oh, yeah. It's the transfer payment, I think you're talking about. It's a transfer. That every yeah, because province each province doesn't have, you know, has X amount of dollars, and I think Quebec gets most. Quebec money. gets a lot more Why money. Why does Quebec get most? They lost the war. We're a British Commonwealth. That's an excellent way the to French put it. The French never, the blue coats never won. Am I wrong on my history here? Well, <laughs> I'm just double checking. Well, the French didn't win. Th well, another stat is interesting is how many prime ministers did not come from Quebec, except for. Well, except that's the other stupid thing. And right. you know why 
Doug may not ever be prime minister. He doesn't speak French. Right. Yeah, that's right. Isn't that the dumbest thing ever? Fucking horrible. Yeah, I want him <coughs> as the next press prime minister. I will have that turban guy there. What's his name? Sing. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Thanks, Dave Smith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just want to clarify who just said that French. comment. <laughs> he speaks French. <laughs> he does speak French. He does, yeah. yeah. <sighs> the question is, when you go to Montreal or Quebec, do you speak French or you speak English? I speak English. I don't know. I speak French. I always found it funny that the entire country has bilingual traffic signs, highway signs. But then when you go to Quebec, it only has French signs. Right, right. And they won't talk to you if you can't. And I don't get it because they lost the war. We're part of the British I Commonwealth. Agree. Am yeah. I wrong on my history? They, the blue coats lost. Didn't yeah. they give up and they went back on the boat? We're pandering to them. Why? Right. And it's a, and it's a province that sponges off as every other province. That's right. And I'm they, not really going to apologize the because they there, are, the there are a handful of French contractors that do listen to the podcast. So I'm not going to apologize no, no, for these hey, comments. Hey, they probably feel the exact same way. Right. So yeah. maybe. Well, I mean, Dave, didn't we have, when, we, when I was working well, with I grew you, up there. We, so yeah, you grew up there, but yeah. we couldn't get jobs in Quebec because we, you know, like contractors can't work. Ontario contractors can't work in Quebec, right? No, but they work here. But they can work here. So come on. Well, there's a whole mafia thing going on in Quebec regarding construction and the unions. And they yeah, drive Harleys. You know that. You brother. know that for a fact, right? Like that's there's a movie on Netflix right now, right? The whole mafia thing, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> we won't touch that. We won't touch that. Yeah, because that'll be a knock on the door, right? Eh? Yeah. That's no, that'll idea. be a bomb under your seat. <laughs> at least you know what's coming at you. <laughs> Uh, that that'll be less than no, no that'll be greater than point zero seven percent right uh, yeah no that would be oh this went on a whole other tangent all right guys thank you very much for showing ruffling a bunch of feathers Dave man. are you getting another bottle of wine yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not he's not we gotta get out of here so once again thanks Jim very much man Caracol follow him on IG Caracol.com and, uh, and Jim Carrick for And God's Jim sake. Carrick, yeah, Jim Carrick <laughs> on IG, right? So you never post anything once in a while. You post. I gotta post the same. You, you gotta some, teach me. You gotta no, no, teach yeah, me. I know. I'll show you. But the thing is, you posted some new work. Actually, some really nice new work. Yeah, yeah. Getting some new stuff. They do some good work. They do. <laughs> you gotta teach me how to do. I'm gonna That's have. Easy. A, I'm gonna have a Jimmy Tuesday or something. <laughs> <laughs> you do a Manny Monday. I'll do a Jimmy Tuesday. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, thanks so much for joining the show. All right, All right. well, next week then, Jim. Yeah, man. Cheers. Yeah, ciao. Bye-bye.